Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so happy you are here. If you are listening on release day, it is, what, December 21st, and we are headed into a holiday weekend. And I just want to do a quick note about the holidays. This podcast is not going to be holiday-focused because I do want it to be evergreen. But for those of you that are going into the holiday this weekend, remember, holidays can bring up so much stuff. Holidays can activate grief, they can activate triggers, family triggers, unhealed wounds, all of the things. So be gentle with yourself this weekend, be gentle with your family, and really give yourself the time and space to recharge, to go to the bathroom and shut the door for five minutes, to go take a deep breath, go take a shower, go do something for you. Release the guilt, the shame, the blame, let it all go enjoy a holiday treat without the self beat up. You've got this. Remember to set your intention. What is your intention for this holiday? Maybe it's connection. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's something completely different, but always coming back to your intention will support you in staying grounded. So with that being said, let's dive into today's topic which is really seven things that you need to feel your best, to create your most full out life. And I have gone through so many personal development trainings, emotional intelligence, leadership experiences. I've done so much work and I really feel like there are seven key things that you gotta do if you want to be your happiest, your most fulfilled, and feel freedom. So I want to go through each one. Are you ready? I feel like this is just like the perfect time because we are going into the new year. And this is really a lot of times when people reevaluate, right? We like see the holiday triggers and we're like, ooh, I don't want to spend another holiday like this. I don't want to spend another holiday triggered or feeling alone or comparing myself to where I was last year. So take this into who you get to be in 2023. So Number one, claim and ask for what you want. The woman who is free and fulfilled and happy, really, knows how to claim what she wants and knows how to use her voice and ask for it. It is one thing in your heart to feel this tug for more, to feel like, oh, I want more in my relationship. I want more for my health. I want to feel better when I look in the mirror. But until you actually decide that you are worthy of it, that you claim it, that you are unapologetic about what you desire, and then you use your voice to ask for it, that is the game changer. And this could be in your relationship when you're asking your partner for support with your kids or deciding for yourself, I'm ready to throw out the motherfucking scale and feel good in my body. There is this piece of ownership that is required in order for you to move powerfully forward. So claiming and asking for what you want and what you desire unapologetically is a really exciting place to start. Number two, stop comparing yourself to past versions of you. Now, comparison could be its entire own podcast, and let me know if you want me to go deeper on comparison, but I know so many women struggle with comparing themselves to other moms on the internet or dancers comparing themselves to other 
girls at auditions. But one of the biggest things that I don't think we talk about in the comparison conversation is comparing yourself to who you were a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago, or comparing yourself to who you think you should be. Oh man, our egos, our brains, the voice between our two ears can be our biggest inner critic. And so in order to stop comparing yourself to past versions of you, we'll get to what you get to do in number five, you've really got to do some work here. And it's not easy just to say, oh, well, just stop comparing yourself. That's being like, oh, just stop craving the donuts. Like you don't just stop craving the donuts. You got to do some work to like break the sugar addiction, to find new healthy habits, to make sure that you're actually nourishing yourself so that you're not you know, craving things and having imbalanced hormones. It's not just so as simple as don't crave the donuts. Stopping the comparison within yourself is not as simple as like, just stop it. Just don't do it. In fact, I think it takes a lot of work. It takes awareness. It takes um, a bird's eye view of what it is that you're seeking, what it is that you miss, what it is that you think you should be, these expectations that we set on ourselves and really choosing to release that, choosing to release it somatically, physically, emotionally, energetically. And then it also generally requires some grief work, letting go work, grieving, feeling, forgiving, healing. That's number five, but we'll get there more. So one of the keys to feeling your most fulfilled and free is releasing the comparison to yourself and to others. Number three, put your people pleaser and inner critic to rest. Oh, that version of you that says yes to everything because she wants to be loved and to be liked, that's your inner people pleaser. The version of you that is beating yourself up over what you think you should be doing or where you think you should be in life, that is your inner critic. And when we can turn down the volume on your people pleaser and turn down the volume on your inner critic, then your higher self can truly step in. But often the noise from the people pleaser, the pressure to say yes, the pressure to do, 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 the pressure to overperform, the pressure to be perfect can get in the way and really sabotage, sabotage your goals and what you truly desire. How many times have you said yes to something that you didn't actually want to do? How many times did you then go into self-beat up over, I should have said no, I should have set a boundary, I should have, and then you go into self-beat up? We spend so much energy and time in this spiral of the people pleaser and the inner critic being loud, and then the shame spiral of I should have done things differently. All of that energy spent could be energy working towards your goals, could be energy connecting with your family, with your partner, with your friends, could be energy building your business, could be energy spent relaxing, having fun. Oh my goodness, what is that? So putting your people pleaser and inner critic to rest is really about turning down that volume so that you can be present, so that you can actually enjoy the people in front of you instead of beating yourself up over a conversation you had two hours ago or two years ago. This is really about optimizing your energy, optimizing your mindset 
so that you can be the multifaceted and incredibly successful woman that you desire to be. Which leads us right into number four. Set boundaries like a boss without guilt. Set boundaries like a boss without guilt. Or it could be like set boundaries like a badass boss bitch. I don't know. Whatever you resonate with. I'm really like resonating with this like bitch energy lately. Like it actually feels really exciting. I I actually um, traded in my convertible and I, I got this beautiful SUV and... I'm like, who am I? Like, who am I driving this this SUV? And I'm like, oh, I'm a rich bitch. Like, yeah. So I'm like really feeling that energy right now. If it doesn't resonate with you, throw it out the window. It's okay, girl. Do what feels right. But setting boundaries like a boss, setting boundaries like your life depends on it, setting boundaries like you own your life without guilt is so, so key. Because this is where you either take care of yourself or you don't. Because when we don't have boundaries, it turns into resentment. When we don't have boundaries, we generally are not prioritizing ourself. And when you do not prioritize yourself, your health goes down the drain. And I'm talking about emotional health, physical health, energetic health, the health of your business, the health of your relationships. Set boundaries so that you can prioritize you. You know that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup? Well, what if you could pour from the overflow, not even a full cup? Like, I want you to fill your cup and then have so much more extra that you have the energy to give and give and give and give to everyone that you love. So we are creating a win-win-win, not a win-lose, not a lose-win. And I see like a lose-win is like when you say no to yourself, so that you could say yes to other people, that's a lose for you and it's a win for other people. But then if you are so burnt out that you've got to say yes to you and no to other people, that could be a a win-lose. But what if you say yes to yourself and you're so filled up that then you can say yes and pour from the overflow so that you're impacting everyone around you? That is a win-win-win all the way around. So when we shift this mindset of boundaries mean I'm bitchy or boundaries mean I'm mean, that creates the guilt. So if we can release that story and instead say boundaries allow me to be the best version of myself, boundaries support my family, boundaries help me build my business and everything that I desire, then we can feel really empowered in setting those boundaries. So we want to set those boundaries. And the last thing I'll say is that resentment piece is a kicker. When we get mad at other people, it's generally because we went back on a boundary that we said we would set for us. So you know when you're on like a nutrition program, you're like, you know what? I'm not going to have sugar or I'm not going to have wine. I'm not going to have a margarita. And then you go out with friends, you go out on a date night. And even though in your heart you're like, I really didn't want to go out here because I'd be too tempted. And then your partner's like, no, like, let's go have margaritas. And then you give in and you say yes. And then the next day you wake up and you're pissed at your partner. Well, it's really you're pissed with yourself. Like, I could be mad at my partner for going out on a date night and being like, yeah, let's have drinks. And if I didn't uphold the boundary of like, yes, I want to do date night, but I'm not drinking tonight. Like, that's one boundary for me. I'm putting all of the anger and blame on him 
when in actuality, it's anger and resentment that's towards myself for not upholding a boundary. So when we get upset with other people, we got to really look and pause and say it's really easy to point the finger at other people. You know, when you have one finger um, pointing away, you've got three more facing back at you. It's really like that mirror of, oh, I'm actually upset with myself. So when we set boundaries, it is for you. It is for everyone in your world to win. Number five, grieve, feel, forgive, and heal. This is the juicy work. This is the work that I do in Ignite. This is the work that I do with one-on-one clients. A lot of times it's challenging for us to step forward into this next chapter because we are still holding on to past stories about ourselves, like being not enough, not doing well, feeling like a failure. It's sometimes because we're holding on to past relationship stories of heartbreak and challenge. And sometimes we're holding on to pain, pain from former identities that we have, who we thought we should be, what we thought our life was going to look like, loss of jobs, feelings, partners, friends, all of these things. If we don't grieve these past things, we just shove those feelings down. We're never going to fully be able to experience the level of fulfillment that we desire. So number five is really about pulling all of the things that you're feeling from the depths of your being and bringing them to the light. Allowing yourself to feel, allowing yourself to cry, allowing yourself to scream and yell and shake and move so that you can really move through the challenge. I used to say this in my spin classes, that the challenge is in front of us, right? We turn up the resistance and we feel the intensity And we could try to sidestep the challenge. We could try to get around it or find a back door. But then we're not really dealing with the challenge. The only way to move forward is to go through it. And so when we shove down these feelings of what happened to us when we were 10 years old or what happened when we were 17 or that heartbreak when you were 21 or the divorce that you went through in your 30s, like when we hold on to those things, It doesn't allow us to really fully release and blossom. And so I am just so passionate about supporting women in learning how to grieve, feel, forgive, and heal energetically, somatically, physically, through the body, through journaling prompts. And if this is really curious to you right now, I really, really encourage you to check out Ignite. It's my 12-week program that starts in January. I will tell you more about it at the end of this podcast, but it is going to support you with your mindset, with your body, with your fitness, with your nutrition, and all of the shadow work to help you grieve, feel, forgive, and heal. So a lot of times, when we think about losing the weight or getting into a workout program, we think it's just, oh, I just got to get to the gym or, oh, I just got to eat better. But 99% of the time, we are sabotaging our goals because of some old story that we are still holding on to. And this is why, this is why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Because when you can finally forgive yourself, when you can finally let go, when you can finally grieve and you can finally heal, Then you step into your workouts and your nutrition and your business and your career and your life with a level of self-love and self-trust that you didn't have before. So again, I could go on a tangent about this. I'm going to stick to my seven right now and get get back to the goals here and get back to the rhythm. 
But just know that this number five is the key. It's the key. It is the key. Okay. Number six, honor your body's natural rhythms. Mm, mm, mm. This one. So for years, I was a Nike master trainer. I was in the fitness industry. I did fitness competitions. I was in a zillion fitness videos. I taught at boutique gyms in New York City and LA, high-end gyms in California. And in all of my years in the fitness industry, I was taught to push and then to go harder and to do more. And, you know, yes, some of the trainings were based on a little bit of recovery, but I was never taught to honor the rhythms of my body as a feminine being with my cycle. Now, this is not just about syncing your workouts with your period, although I will tell you that is one really cool piece that we do have in Ignite. We have cycle-friendly workouts, but this is also the natural rhythms of your life, of the seasons. So we know like the seasons of nature, they go, if depending on where you live, through winter and then spring and then summer and then fall. And we go through these ups and downs where it's cold and then it's hot and then things defrost and then things blossom and then they hibernate. And, you know, we, we go through all of these rhythms in nature. And so we, as mammals, as living, breathing organisms, are impacted by this. We are impacted by the amount of daylight that we get. We are impacted by the cycles of the moon. We are impacted by our cycles. If you are a woman that has a natural cycle right now, you are impacted by all of these things. And so to think that you must fit in a box and that you must do the same thing every day, 24 seven, 365 days a year is setting us up for failure, for self beat up for not reaching goals, for not hitting what we think we quote unquote should be not honoring the rhythms of nature and of our bodies. And so as I've done my research personally and through you know my own experience with myself, my friends, and some clients, really being able to honor the rhythms of your life the grief cycles, the happiness cycles, the growth cycles, the hormonal cycles, the seasonal cycles, being able to honor the natural rhythms will create more ease, more groundedness, more strength, more resilience, and ultimately lead to that full out life. When you know on days one, two, and three of your cycle that like you're going to be hit and you're going to be a little bit lower energy and that not doing the cardio workout is actually better for you. In fact, being able to take a nap or have some quiet time to take a bath or even for you busy ladies to have five minutes to take a hot shower with no one talking to you, that that is going to serve you more than trying to slave away and force your body through a workout. Like that is freedom. That is freedom. Oh, it's so good. Again, I think each of these could be their own podcast. Let me know (laughs) if you want more of that. Number seven, surround yourself with like-minded women. This is so important because you are influenced by your environment. You are what you watch on TV, what you listen to in your ears, what you speak about at the dinner table, what you're talking about in your text messages, it is impacting you. 
And so if you're around people who are gossiping or talking about negativity or talking about scarcity or keeping you in that scarcity mindset, then it is going to impact how much abundance you're bringing in. If you are around people that want to go out and drink three nights a week and your goals are to not drink, it's likely you're going to be impacted. I know that this was really challenging for me. I got to a point in my business where I was like, hey, like I'm the most like successful financially in my circle of my top five people that I spend the most time with. And if that's the case, I'm not like okay with that because I know that I've hit a glass ceiling. Now, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with those friendships or those people. It just meant that if I wanted expansion, I needed to put myself in places where I could expand, which meant finding new wealth podcasts, which meant investing in a mentor that was going to expand me in that way that had built seven-figure businesses, which meant getting in masterminds and group experiences that would really support me with expansion, expansion, expansion. For all my queens that have done the work, that are ready for expansion, Sex Money Magic is there for you. We're talking all about wealth mindset. Talking about sensuality, sexuality, talking about human design, intuition, gene keys, things to help you tap into your personal level of self-trust. And so if you are ready for expansion, then you know you get to be in a circle of women that is going to expand you. If you are someone that is more focused on, I really got to get my mindset right. I want to learn these basic tools. I want to dive into shadow work and really see what's available for me. I want to really hone in on my health, my fitness, my nutrition. I want to balance my body and really get in touch with my cycle and and feel really strong and, and supported in that. Ignite is right for you, mind and body. And so, you know, I'll just take a little side note here to say, you know, there was a piece of me that's like, gosh, is this confusing that I have two different programs right now? One's a four-month mastermind, Sex, Money, Magic, and one is a 12-week, three-month group coaching program. So much more than a group coaching program. It's really a roadmap to um, discovering that strong powerhouse within you, mind and body. And then I was like, no, it's not too confusing. I am committed to supporting women and moving to their next level. And for some women, that's dipping their toes into personal development and focusing on their fitness and their health and their mindset. And for some women who've done the work, it's really about expansion, proximity to experts in their field. And so I really had to get over my own story of like, am I going to be too much? Is this going to be too confusing? And, And really come back to my vision. And my vision is to have women in spaces where they are supported, where they can expand, where they can grow, where they can have a space that feels safe, where if no one else in their world in life understands what they're working on, at least they have a safe space here. So number seven is all about really choosing that you are worthy of being around women who are going to hold you up, who are going to build you up, who are going to see you in your highest, who are going to celebrate you, cheerlead you, and love you even in your darkest moments. And isn't that what we're all afraid of, of like being seen for our shadow, being seen naked and like for all of our faults and being afraid that we're going to be not loved. And I want you to know that when you can be in that space with yourself, when you can see yourself naked for all of your faults, your wrongs, your rights, your goods, your bads, and all of that, and you can be okay with it, 
That is ultimate power. That is ultimate confidence. That's it. And that's what my work is all about. It's supporting you and having that free, fulfilled, confident, loving, expansive, abundant life, whatever that looks like for you. Whether you are a mama of little kids and you're looking to get your body back and your health back and your confidence back, whether you are a seven-figure business owner ready to have more impact and really take care of herself so you could have that deep connection with a partner, and whether you're somewhere in the middle. Mm. I'm going to give you a bonus too. So I had seven. Claim and ask for what you want is number one. Number two, stop comparing yourself to past versions of you. Number three, put your people pleaser and inner critic to rest. Number four, set boundaries like a boss without guilt. Number five, grieve, feel, forgive, and heal. Number six, honor your body's natural rhythms. Number seven, surround yourself with like-minded women. And a bonus, move your body, aka always find time for a dance party. Always find time for a dance party. Now, I know you're like, okay, that's kind of like whatever. No, here's the deal about the dance party. I'm not talking about doing choreography. I'm not talking about looking cool. I'm talking about putting on music to shift up your energy. Sound waves, it's energetic. So we turn the music on and immediately it shifts your mood. Then we add in the physical movement of moving the body, shaking the hips, circling the ribs, moving around. And it changes the energy in your physical body. Dancing can unlock things that have been stuck in your body, can help you release past emotions. It can help you release endorphins. It can help you simply feel good. So always find time for a dance party. The weirder, the better. It's going to change your energetic space. It's going to change what you attract. Because remember, you attract what you are, not what you want. So if I want to feel better, but I'm not actually feeling better, what am I going to attract? But if I move my body and I start giggling at how ridiculous I look and I'm having fun, I'm going to start attracting more of that high vibe energy. So like, yeah, moving your body is important. Go to the gym, go take a walk around the block, do some stretching, but ultimately find time for that dance party and see what is possible. See what you unlock. If you have kids, do it with your kids. If you have a dog, do it with your dog. If you have a partner, I don't know, maybe your partner will join you. <laughs> maybe they won't. But either way, do it for you. So if you are ready to step into your next level and have your most grounded, fulfilled, free, fun, expansive 2023, I invite you to apply for whichever program feels right for you. Maybe it's Ignite, which is your 12-week roadmap to claim and ask for what you want in your health, your career, and your relationships, to strengthen intimacy and connection with yourself and your partner, to stop the people-pleasing and to stop stuffing down your needs, to set boundaries without feeling bitchy. It comes with full-body workout programming based on your cycle, flexible meal planning to support you in meeting your specific goals. And we have live group coaching calls every single week. You get a members-only area with workouts, recipes, meditations, journal prompts, trainings, accountability support, and all of that juiciness. And maybe you've done the work and you're like, Sam, I think I've already done that work. I want more. I am ready for more then Sex Money Magic could be right for you. And this is the four-month mastermind designed to support you in expanding in your sensuality, sexuality, wealth mindset, your deep trust of yourself. We're bringing in experts on all of these things 
in addition to a Queen's Council call where we will dive in to create deep connection and support amongst women. So if you want info, feel free to DM me at Samantha Jo Harvey. It is my mission to support you in moving to your next level, whatever that looks like. I will put the links to apply for both programs in the show notes. If you have questions, reach out, reach out, say hi. I'm thinking about really stepping forward. I'm thinking about betting on myself this year. I'm thinking about betting on myself, which program would be right for me. And we can chat in the DMs. Simple, simple, simple. My friends, if you are listening before the holiday, have an incredible holiday. If you are listening at another time, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. I hope you have an incredible day. If this podcast resonated with you at all, feel free to take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. Let me know your biggest takeaways. Which one of these seven are you committed to leaning into? Which one is going to actually be the change maker for you? Let me know. Have the best day. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Jo Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.